Welcome to the world according to J-Caps. Uh, I can't lie to you guys. I am doing this show from a garage apartment, and I am surrounded by... I, I, my, my refrigerator stopped working, um, so my landlord had a like a little square tiny refrigerator but he hasn't taken the old refrigerator out and um so like i haven't had any food here and the refrigerator uh having two refrigerators in my apartment means that uh, i had to move this other cart that i had a bunch of stuff on so everything is in complete disarray um the space where i used to do grading animals episodes is just filled with like all this stuff. I don't have enough space. I, my space is like 600 square feet about. Um, so I don't even like, I don't have a couch in my apartment. I have no space for any, um, for any creature comforts. I basically, uh, I live in poverty. Um, this year, 2021, now Christmas is coming up. And I didn't have a real job this year. Um, I, I work as a teacher right now, but for part-time, they don't have enough hours for me. And, um, it's good for the soul, but it, um, I lose money every month as I do this. Um, and I feel if you guys have come to this show from, from Grading Animals, the, uh, if you've come to this show from Grading Animals at Grading Animals, the, uh, the um, Instagram account. Thank you so much for supporting the show and paying attention to me and listening to me uh, go off the deep end because um, one of the issues I have is that often I start the show over again because I feel like I'm being too depressing or something or like I get this feeling like uh, whatever I'm talking about is not good enough and so I throw the whole thing out and what happens is I just keep um, getting more and more uh, negative as like I, I recorded a whole episode yesterday and I threw it out because of the same very horrible feeling that I can't escape. Uh, and I'm really going to try to not do that, you know, and I'm thinking, why did I even have that happen in the first place? Is it because I feel like I'm hiding something or like I'm trying to cover for uh, who I really am. Like the shit is a disaster for me. Um, I wish that it were not, but it just is truly a disaster. Like I got into a car accident um, two months ago. And even though the insurance um, uh, uh, voted in my favor where I could get the money back from the car that I had uh, because of some stupid shit that happened with the New York state titles, um, I have not been able to get the money from the insurance because the title department in the state is like such a huge bureaucracy that um, I'm paying for two cars right now. And, you know, I'm I'm the uh, the the DMV uh, in Albany, like really is like, go fuck yourself. We're going to take uh, our sweet ass time figure to figure this out. And um, I mean, hopefully I had to I, I had to fight with them on the phone again this morning. Um, but it's depressing, you know, because I do need that $4,000. So, because yeah, like this is just, this is the type of broke, broke shit that, um, a fake animal scientist has to deal with. 
Now, isn't this more compelling than me rattling off joke facts about animals? I mean, the sad part about grading animals was that um, I could not tell if uh, if Instagram was like throttling the amount of people who saw my show because of my occasional obscene language or if it was a different reason altogether. And like that shit made me so depressed that I was like, well, what's the point of doing this if no one's going to even see these when it comes out? Um, and then like, you know, you, I, and I guess like this is a thing for, for this is, this is the thing. If you want to get into the dangerous game of being a creative person, um, you got to think like you can work so hard on something and you know you and it might not even ever uh reach the people you want and even if it does it may not like like change it may not change the circumstances of your life like i don't maybe the the problem was that like i didn't have a clear intention my whole intention was just to make people laugh uh, and to um, to make something that was not going to be extremely polarizing in a time when everyone was being a fucking uptight loser. Uh, what I found is that before the pandemic, uh, I was surrounded by fucking uptight losers who really just wanted to... Um, they didn't want to laugh. They wanted to... Uh, uh, convert you to their brain to, to their uh their cult and and lock you into this like a uh, uh, stupid uh, mental prison which was either like um you know being extremely like uh like watch what you say woke or uh, or caring about trump or like being fucking whatever whatever the i like i'm so, again like i started this episode talking about uh being out of touch with other things with um with culture or was that the last i can't even remember if that was the last no i didn't talk about that i was talking about how i feel um apart from culture i feel like uh that at my at my most honest self in my in my like deepest center i do not fit in with culture at large and it's not something that like i'm like it's not an intentional thing i just don't feel like um i feel like it's not like i'm i would try to be alternative by choice i just feel like the things that the world reflects do not have anything to do with me and i've felt like that for a really long time and i've never um i've always felt like yeah well there's like there's there's like alternative culture and there's that's like what i identify with or whatever as I get older, I feel like I am truly alone. Um, and one of the reasons I started grading animals was it was like, well, is there a way to um, bridge the gap between the the world, the what the what the mainstream world face fucks you with, and just like somebody who wants to have fun and connect with people? And um, the way I thought to do it was like I would do this this grading animals show, and it would be. Um, it would be irreverent and, uh, you know, whatever. 
Um, and I think that the problem ultimately was that I didn't join TikTok or something. Who knows? But in any case, um, I can't help but feel at the end of 2021 that, uh, that I failed in some way. Um, and maybe that's okay. I think maybe there's like some type of positive growth that will, that will come of failure. And again, I'm sorry if, if eight minutes into this episode you're like, Jesus Christ, this is uh this guy is like depressed or something like that. I apologize, but you know what? What we're gonna find out is uh, I have to I have to follow through on these creative things one way or the other. So I can't just keep stopping the tape. I have to persevere and and continue. So so I'm um so yeah. So this was the eight minutes at the top of me talking about depressing personal stuff, and now. Let's get to the suggestions that you guys have sent me. Um, and unfortunately, I put out a request for suggestions, and I only got five back, which um, also made me depressed. Um, listen, I, I, and again, like I'm not trying to <laughs> I'm not trying to guilt the the listening audience into participation, but, it was, you know, it it did make me sad that I was like, oh man, maybe maybe the problem is I have to make this podcast more entertaining. I was trying. So anyway, let's get to the suggestions, uh, all five of them, and then we'll figure out what's on the other side of that. Okay, so the first suggestion is from Tom Rizzuto eighty five uh, from Instagram, and thank you so much, Tom Rizzuto eighty five, for uh, giving a suggestion. But he says that he's a fan, and he wants to see me enjoy the process. <sighs> That's a great suggestion. Um, enjoy the process. I agree. Um, you know, enjoy the process. I agree. Some days easier than others. Um, you know, I, I had a I had a a, a teacher uh, once tell me that it was. That like to do to be creative, uh, there are things that like have to be solved in a person's life before they can truly be creative. And it's like sometimes the um, what he was saying was the the things that have to be solved are like the basic infrastructure stuff of life. And I think that that's where the pandemic uh, scrambled me up because I'm having trouble like just enjoying things when like the when just like my day to day is is disrupted, like I don't have like a, I don't have a pathway of like being, uh, just okay right now, and I and I don't know, I don't know how to solve that because I'm trying to solve that by, with my creativity or like with the things that like I ultimately want my life to be. Um, that's to say, uh, when I've had, when I've committed to jobs in the past when I was younger, I did it with the secret knowledge that like I wanted something else out of my life too. And it was like a compromise that I was making, but I was okay making that compromise because I had the time to, to live a double life. But now uh, in the, you know, in this time, I'm like, I don't have as much time left uh, that I did before. And I have to start making decisions where I'm going to do things that I actually want to do 
uh, with my life because there's even less opportunity out there in general. And I don't want to like spend 10 years at a job where I'm like lying to myself secretly every day. So anyway, turns out those type of jobs <laughs> where I feel I would feel connected, uh, I don't even know where to look for. So yes, I do want to feel happy and do want to enjoy the process. And I think the only issue that I'm having with enjoying the process is the sinking feeling the outside of creativity where it's like, um, I don't know what I'm going to do. So, but besides that, I do enjoy the process. I mean, I, I think that like I have fun, you know, maybe like sometimes I try to fill the, the, the fun with gimmicks. Like, you know, for instance, like what if I did this? Like, what if I was like, um, what if I could, uh, if I could enjoy the process, like in this way, it's like, Have you been listening to this podcast and thought, you know what, Caps seems depressed. He seems like he's just going on and on about his own navel-gazing bullshit. Wouldn't it be great to get away from Caps' podcast? And I don't mean turning it off, but I mean, what if there was a podcast inside of Caps' podcast where Caps doesn't, can't find the cow? from the farm, the farm cow. What if old man Tumsberger knows anything about it? <laughs> well, uh, I haven't seen I haven't seen your cow all day. In fact, I haven't seen your cow all week. In fact, I actually never even knew you had a cow. Damn it, Tumsberger. I know you're lying to me. You've been looking at that cow since I purchased that cow when it was a, a cowling. When it was a wee cowling. I, well, I, I don't think that's... I don't... I disagree. I, I've never coveted your cow. I, well, I know that you've coveted your my cow because one time you sent my cow an email. But didn't, don't you know my cow's emails get forwarded to me? You were trying to fuck my cow. Well, did you really get that email? I'm telling you, obviously, I got that email. I got several of... I got all the emails you sent to my cow. My cow doesn't even know how to use a fucking computer. It was a decoy. Because every time... Every time I went to work, I'd notice you looking at my cow over my fence. And all I want to know is, is my cow in your barn right now? That's what I want... That's what I need to know. I'm on a need-to-know... No, I, I don't know. I don't know where your cow is. I don't have your cow, and I don't know where your cow is. I'll be honest with you. I do want to fuck your cow. You have one of the hottest cows on the block, but I, I'm an honest man, and and I, I did not. And I know your. And I thought your cow rejected me. To be honest, now that I'm hearing about this, I thought your cow just didn't want to talk to me on email and again. Totally ghosted me, but I didn't realize that. So I do not have your cow. I'm sorry, Mr. Tumsberger. I didn't realize that you were so, um, damn, that's actually, that's profound. Well, listen, you know what? I don't judge you. You know, a lot of people would judge you for wanting to have sex with a cow and, like, have a relationship with a cow. But, like, one thing that I want to say is that I'm not like those type of people. Like, you seem like a pretty cool guy to me, and I... The only thing is, like, I didn't want you to steal my cow because that's that's how I get milk in the morning. I understand. 
the end. I don't know. Is that the kind of thing that we should that I should uh, distract from um from my own uh, uh should should the podcast be about uh caps in Capsville and this the mystery of the missing milk cow and whether Mr. Tomsberger has um has stolen Caps's milk cow and is possibly having a sexual relationship with it? Is that something that is better, worse, or neutral to this uh, to this podcast? You know. Anyway, I let me know. So the um, next suggestion is from Preorder Dad, who thank you so much, Preorder Dad, for uh, for um, putting a suggestion in for the podcast. I appreciate that you're you're listening and it makes means a lot to me. And and his suggestion is hot fog. Now, if you guys remember a few uh weeks ago or maybe last week or maybe 3 weeks ago, um Prieto dad had suggested hot dog. And in a moment of inspiration, I thought how hot dog uh could also not just be gross hot dogs, but also like a sexy dog. Um which, you know, always a go-to for comedy, right? But in this case, Preorder Dad has said hot fog, which m- makes me think of farts, which, you know, because a hot fog is like a hot, smelly fart. But then there's all ki- types of hot fogs. How about, like, um, a hot fog could also be, like, uh, a geyser. Is a geyser a hot fog, kind of? It's like the earth... It's like an earth fart. It's like a smoke. Or even a, a hot fog could come from a volcano. Or a hot fog could come from a, a, a bog. A hot fog on a bog. Or a swamp. Um, also, hot fogs could just happen uh, when it's foggy and hot out. Uh, I think the thing about hot fogs is humidity... Uh, you can I think humidity... Because the molecules of air are going all wild, they're all going. I'm not. I'm not a scientist, but I think when it's hot out, the molecules go fast of air. So it's like, um, so if you have ice, right, the molecules are are not going anywhere because it's ice, and ice does not have a lot of movement in it. The whole thing is like it's solid, right? And then when it's water, the molecules are kind of swimming around in the water, but in air, the molecules are going fast. That's my, and I, I think that in a hot fog, the molecules are going around super fast. Um, or maybe they're not, maybe they're going around a little slow because they got little water droplets attached to them. But in any case, I think hot fogs carry smells, which again is why my first thought was that hot fogs are like farts. So, yeah, hot fog. Also, what about being in a hot fog, like mentally? Well, they say that a hot so they they say that when you're in a fog, you're like um confused. Your 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 thoughts are hazy and unconnected. Um and what if it's like you saw somebody who was hot and it put you into a fog? That's also a hot fog. Now, these ideas are not uh, funny in and of themselves, but I guess part of the part of this show was the um, 
the idea that you know I would take suggestions from the audience and just see what where my mind would go from that. You know, when you have a hot fog, when you're in the midst of a hot fog, um, it's gross. It's a gross place to be. In fact, I think that, um, you know, you know what, you know what animal likes hot fogs? Not humans, that's for sure. The animal that likes hot fogs are mostly mosquitoes, I think. Mosquitoes love a hot fog, whereas humans do not enjoy a hot fog. In fact, humans, I, I've always found a hot fog to be uh, almost intolerable. When I, was, when I had a job, when my, my last job I was a photographer, and I had to travel around the world doing uh, corporate events. And one corporate event that I had to do almost every year was in uh, was at a tropical resort. The tropical resort would move, but I went to Cancun and Puerto Vallarta and um, St. Kitts once. And I don't know, maybe there was another one, but I can't remember. Uh, But in any case, all three of those places, um, when I was there, I was in the middle of a hot fog and it was very sticky. Uh, I would get so, um, like my clothes would be all gross and my hair would get frizzed out, and uh, it was not pleasant. But if I was a mosquito, then I would like be so happy with that because that's like the best, the best environment for a mosquito. So, I think that you know, in one way, at least I can I can say like this is just like we were saying about um, how one, uh, how one state of being is okay for one like for instance for mosquitoes that's like the best like it's 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 almost it's like if you were a mosquito who who liked to be in uh, a temperate uh temperature like a like um like an aut- like an autumnal uh northeastern environment then you'd be a, a real outlier for a mosquito but if you were um a human who liked that there's plenty of humans who enjoy that. In fact, I would say that's why humans have... I would say humans live in more cold weather places than hot, sticky areas if I'm just going to like shoot from the hip and make up facts, as I usually do. But in any case, hot fogs, um, I don't like them. I'm not going to... I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no to hot fogs. And so, pre-order dad, thank you for that suggestion. But no, I think we, will, we shan't have a hot fog today. Okay, the next suggestion is from the Jason Tate, who is uh, a Patreon subscriber. And by the way, if you're if you're loving this podcast because it's so uh, it's so hilarious, informative, and um, you know it, it's great, then I recommend joining the Patreon. Um, Grading animals, patreon.com/slash uh, Grading Animals. I don't usually promote anything but uh yeah please join the patreon if honestly just to help my life out but if you do uh you'll get a bonus podcast which sometimes is more fun because i feel like i am under less pressure um i'm under pressure that's just what it is like i am fighting through it uh and whoever is paying attention to this will be here for the entire ups and downs roller coaster of the whole thing Uh, happy to 
um, happy to share this whole thing. But anyway, the Jason Tate suggestion uh, said that uh, Bell Hooks just passed away and then had a frowny face emoji. So, you know, I never knew who Bell Hooks was, um, except like I heard about her years ago. And I heard that she was about cool shit. I heard that she had overcome a lot of uh, adversity in her life. But the thing was, is that the people who um, who I heard about her from, I'll be honest, were uh, sort of uh, like uh, like very like woke, judgmental people who, in my life, I am terrified of. So uh, I'm like the the community of people that would always talk about bell hooks or like who I always heard mention bell hooks. I'll just be honest. Um, as a creative person and just as a person who like, uh, looks to make fun of things and find humor and is sort of like a, uh, like I'm naturally this way. I'm naturally, um, like, uh, what would you say? Like wanting to cause mischief. My interaction with people who have mentioned, bell hook stuff like i would you can call them like whatever you can call them whatever the the genre like uh, internet intersectional feminist whatever all that stuff my only interaction with them is that i understand that th- that there's a class of people who wants to destroy me for some reason or another because i uh because at no fault of like just based on who i am just because i'm let's say i'm i'm male or uh because um even though my mom's from Honduras and uh, and my family is European Jewish, and when I was 11 years old, I got my face bashed in because I'm Jewish. Despite all that stuff, because the scul- the color of my skin tends toward light, uh, that I am a bad person, and that like I have, and that like so I f- and then besides that, like I like to make fun of stuff, and I like to find the um, inappropriate thing to say. Um, that there is a class of people who wants to destroy me. This is how my understanding of it. Like, I am afraid to interact with people like that. Um, I feel like uh, they, I feel like there's people who want to just like, even though like I've worked hard in my life for, for creating my own, my own voice or like whatever, I feel like there, there's people who would like want to scrutinize what I do and look at me the wrong way and, and try to tell the world that that I should be discarded. And the crazy thing is, is that, like, in my heart, like, I don't know how to not tell myself negative things. Like, I have a, a lot of trouble being nice to myself. Like, I, um, I treat myself. I don't know how to not treat myself, um, kindly. And so. If if ever I've gotten criticism from people, or if ever I've gotten negative, uh, uh, con ne- things that are negative, I'm always like I laugh it off. I'm like, you think that you're gonna uh, say something to me? I say horrible, mean things to myself like every single day. Like I can't help it. I just just it's just how my brain is wired. But like, it does make me really, uh, sad when I think that um, that people would want to just destroy me um just because of who I am just because like then it would be better for one less person like me to be making jokes or like 
having fun or, or, or whatever. And so I don't know. I have not, like, I, I can't say that, like, I am a, um, that I know anything about, uh, Bell Hooks's work. I do know that she was a good person and she, like, tried to, like, um, spread equality and do positive things. But the, the, I guess the people who, like, took up her mantle and, like, ran with her stuff, in my life, I've only experienced, um, this sort of weird, like, uh, like, like a vengeance is gonna come to come for me if I ever um, cross somebody the wrong way in that world, and um, yeah, and it like, and like it's it makes it makes me it's always made me feel like um, like stay away from stay away from that because it's like not that because because uh, you're not wanted by by that and you and um, if you fuck around with those pe- with those people who like will take you down then you know you know you don't even you don't have you have a lot to risk with your with the little that you've been able to create in the world you don't want to like cross the wrong person and get um whatever and get like excommunicated from society so yeah i guess like that's a weird thing like i i'm pretty sure that that's not uh what her legacy should be about but i will say that that's like in my in my experience of interacting with the world, like that's like what I feel about, um, like all those like sort of very aggressive like woke type people who like like are gonna like look in, into my life and go through it with a fine tooth comb to see if I'm a fucking bad person and try to destroy me. That's like what I honestly feel. It's like so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like. I maybe I should like uh, find out more about her life's work so I could separate the um her followers from her actual work. So yeah, that's like something that that is uh, a genuine uh, a genuine thing from from me that hopefully hopefully that doesn't uh alienate the audience just just sharing my genuine uh feelings as you should do when you have a podcast just share your genuine feelings. And then let the world misinterpret it and then um, be discarded. Um, So anyway, next suggestion. There's only a couple left, but I'm still going to fill the rest of the episode with something. We'll, We'll find out what we fill it with. Maybe more sound effects gimmicks. Maybe more depressing talk. Maybe I'll look at the news, as I've sometimes done on the Patreon episode. And we'll see what I think about the news. Probably wildly wrong things. But we'll we'll uh, we'll do it anyway. Iced coffee and cigarettes. Uh, who is a, a great fan of the show, friend of the show, and also is always on their lot on on my lives. Um, he says wildest sexual experience, and then puts a um, a red faced emoji with its tongue out, sweating. Okay, wildest sexual experience. Now, I mean. I've actually not really had that much sex in my life, um, but it's always been one of these things where it's like, um, it seems like uh, at one time of my life, I was like really, really uh, trying to have sex. And then, um, I don't know, I guess my uh, my life um, <laughs> settled or something like that. And then it's like was no longer like my main priority and it never was because like even when I was trying to have sex a lot or something if I if I ever did it never actually happened but uh just so 
my wildest sexual experience was actually what some people would call a standard one-night stand. So I uh, was, it was maybe 12 years ago, and I was part, I was actually working uh, for a, a touring theater show, and we were at Amherst College, and this girl, uh, after the first show, we just hit it off, and uh, we were talking at a party, and actually the, the, the cast members of the show were like, John, you should you should go and, and try to like, uh, you know, escalate things with this girl. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. So I was like really on the bolstered by the confidence of the cast members of the show. Um, I started talking to this girl and we like hit it off. And then, geez, you know, like I never realized that things could escalate so fast because then we were back at her dorm and she was uh, taking her clothes off, and I got to see her breasts. And um, we we had we uh, we didn't have sex actually. <laughs> we had oral sex with each other, and um, it was it was pretty cool. And then the next day, um, we made out a little, but then, and then I had to leave town. And that was my most wildest sexual experience. It was um, pretty much a standard one-night stand, but uh, you know, I'll always remember it as extremely hot. Um, so, yeah. So that was pretty crazy. Yeah. But you know, like I think that maybe our society puts so much on. See, the thing about it is, sex is is you know as much as we uh, make it into like this uh, bonus. Um, this bonus in our lives, like, oh, you know, we can have sex, and that's going to be, like, good for our mental health or something like that. Uh, what really is, is that it's um, a function of biology to continue the species. And I think if you look at the way all creatures on Earth are, that's all it is, unfortunately. Unfortunately, we are just like, um, we are just uh, uh, like creatures of various uh, carbon compositions with an urge to, uh, to continue the line. And all of our stupid society is just, um, is just, especially for us, we, uh, like, we're a species that like is, can overthink and um, we're, like, so unconnected from our actual lives that, like, our whole society is, like, a series of complicated bullshit uh, in order to um, distract from what the actual life is. I mean, maybe our whole entire society as animals should just be lobotomized back into cave people, and then maybe... Um, but then again, cave people probably did have more going on under the hood than we give them credit for or maybe not but i'm always thinking like we think too much um and i think that we put too much of a value of the uh pleasure of sex uh in our lives as if like it's this thing that like either we are upset because we don't get or we are like unhappy 
about like how it doesn't equate to actual love or how or maybe like there are people who are just but like, I, I never like whenever I hear about people talking about sex, there's like the visceral pleasure of like having sex with another person, which is like momentary. But then there's a lot of like guilt, regret dissatisfaction people getting it but they're not happy with it like people scrutinizing the actual act or being over it or whatever and it never really seems like it's um it never even it's just like for instance it's like when you uh when you are like let's say let's say you've seen a movie and then other people have seen a movie and then there's like some people who haven't seen the movie and the movie was like funny or exciting or scary or something and the people who didn't see the movie are like oh what was the movie like and then the people who have seen the movie like just look at each other and be like oh yeah and that what happens is like they kind of be they're like let's make the person who uh didn't see the movie feel like they're totally missing out on this very important thing of life so i think that's the way i think about how our society makes sex to be way more important than it is. Um, and I just also want to remind you guys that, um, yeah, I did have one night stand one time and that I was trying to get the music to be back. Anyways, so that's like my, uh, that's what I have to say about that one. Thank you so much, um, iced coffee and cigarettes for, um, so for that we were, we were just reminded and I told you guys a hot story about a sexual experience that I had one time. Um, so, then the next suggestion is from Richie Rich, 4288, and he says, I suggest you be happy. <sighs> I feel bad. I feel bad, guys, that I feel like I've been making this podcast, and is this just been like a bunch of depressing shit? Uh, I hope not. I hope that I have uh, been being somewhat fun. I mean, I don't know if this episode is going to be like that. Maybe, um, maybe if I had more fucking suggestions to play off, but it does make me feel sad that, like, no suggestions means that, like, people are, are stopping listening, and um, the whole thing I tried to do with Grading Animals is uh, ultimate failure, um, even though it's just not, it's just like my own mind getting the better of me. Uh, it's just what it is, you know? Maybe I should have just stuck to um, being, like, almost like an autistic robot spewing uh, facts about animals and never opened up anything about my true uh, life with the audience. But I feel like that's not that's not how to be. I feel like you that I have to risk my um, risk my internal truths to the audience uh, for like a deeper connection, hopefully. But we'll see. Maybe it's actually just somebody talking into a microphone and um it's ultimately pointless <sighs> but oh wait the suggestion was be happy yes be happy oh man easier said than done uh richie rich but i do, but i am happy listen uh it's days it's 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 days before christmas christmas is a great time um I do have a lot that I am thankful for. I mean, sometimes I am upset that, like, um, you know, I I am I am not grateful enough for 
all the things that I have. Like, again, I walked safely away from a car accident that should have, could have killed me. Um, that's true. I, I walked away unscathed. My car was totaled. Like, that's, um, that's very lucky. Um, I was lucky enough to, uh, to not get COVID. That's cool. You know, like, like I said in the first episode, who the fuck, like, who the hell are you? You think that you just didn't get COVID because, because you're lucky, because like you were smart. It's not because you're smart. You didn't get COVID because you just happened to not get COVID and die. That shit was completely random. You, you, as well as anybody could have gotten it. You might still. I don't know. Uh, they, they again, the thing isn't doing the numbers that it used to. But anyway, that's luck. That's something to be grateful for. Um, and then like even from like just the things that like I put too much value on myself, like or you know or value or lack thereof. Like I'm, I feel happy. I was able to make uh, the show that I wanted to, and you know, it did it did connect me to the world, and it did like. Um, let me meet a bunch of people and it did bring joy that's what i wanted to do at the at the very core of it like i set out to do i wanted to make people laugh and especially during the pandemic time when it was like tough like i put i put out a lot of episodes during that time because like i was like wanted to do this type of silly expression and i'm so lucky that it did it did like reach those people and then as far as other things, like I have um, I have uh, my family um, and I have um, all the things in my life. Like I have all the things in my life that that are um, that are positive. So I don't know. I guess I have a lot to be grateful for. And um, and I'm, I am happy. Uh, I'm, ha- I'm as happy as I'm going to be. Uh, but I'm also at the end of my suggestion list, and it's a little bit that. And now I'm sad again because I because I I wanted people to give me suggestions, and we didn't get any suggestions from this episode. So, despite my happiness from that last from being suggested to be happy in that last episode, unfortunately, I'm also sad that the I did not get the suggestions that I wanted to get for um for the for the episode. So now. Let's get on to another section of the show that we're going to do because we don't have enough suggestions. So we're going to finish this. We're going to finish this whole thing with some looking at the news and just figuring out what the news means. So let's see if this works. A recipe. This just in from the news. Um... Something happened with this guy, Manchin. He halted the Biden agenda. Something. Okay, let's find out what happened. Okay, so I have not been following this story too much, but apparently a guy named Manchin was the guy, some guy, I think he's a Republican, Republican, and he said he was the one guy they needed to to get um, uh, Joe Biden, who made a thing called the Better Business Bureau, something like that, to... All right, let me try to find out what this is actually about. Okay, so 
Joe Biden was going to fix climate change once and for all using his better business, uh, better back, build back better. He had something called like the better, the better business uh, bureau thing. Anyway, he was trying to do this thing. Uh, and apparently this guy Manchin, he stopped it because he was like, I don't fuck. None of my people want, none of my people even want any of this shit to happen. So, so now the Democrats are upset at the Republicans, and I think they like, they like leaked some some stuff footage of like Mansion saying something bad. I don't know. <clears throat> fuck that story. It sounds boring, dude. It sounds like a thing that I don't give a shit about. Fuck politics. Okay, next story. Uh, coronavirus Omicron variant. Okay. So, the Omicron variant is a new type of coronavirus, and apparently everything is getting shut down. So, now you don't have to worry about... Um, if you were having fun living your life in the normal style, unfortunately, you got to go back to lockdown. And if you were like me, who never uh, got back out there and just has been living in pandemic times for the whole time, then you're good, actually. So th- there you go. Maybe sometimes, um, like they say in the stock market, you got to buy the dip. Okay. So let's see what's going on now. Um, okay, so there's another story about Dr. Fauci says Omicron variant is coming, and I, we I don't want to hear more about the... It's, yes, the coronavirus, we all know. You got to get a shot at CVS, okay? So just do that, all right? Just fucking do that. Why are you being such a baby about it? I don't know. Are you guys being a baby about it? Can't tell. Um, and um, I just want to um, apologize, guys. It's 45 minutes into this episode. I am scared that this was not a good episode. Um, but at this point, I can't. I also can't go back and record it over again. I'm going to have to just post it. So I hope that this is not a bad episode. I don't know what to expect. I, li- I feel like I'm living in a vacuum. I feel like I'm going crazy. I feel, I don't know, sometimes overly needy. Um, what has happened to me? You know... I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to continue, and um, you know, it's like if I if I feel sad, then I am just gonna like express it. Okay, so back to the Democrat. Uh, something with the Democrats. I don't want to. Let's not do those. Let's do. Let's not do those. Um, actually, this is an interesting story. Lorne Michaels considering SNL retirement. A really good time to leave. Hell yes. He should quit Siren Night Live. They should cancel the show. Fuck Siren Night Live. I feel like Siren Night Live is such a... Um, on one hand, it's a it's anyone who gets on the show is talented. I would never take that away from any of those brilliant people. But I think the idea of America's improv team is corny. And it's like... Especially that it like so panders to one little sect of the comedy world 
instead of being irreverent for irreverence sake, I think is bad because, you know, there's really very little place for anything truly subversive. And I think that like nobody would say that SNL is subversive. Maybe like once in a while, like a joke on the uh, the news segment might be somewhat slightly subversive, but for the most part, it's like uh, it feels like establishment pandering to um, constituents, uh, and that's like it's like I don't know. It's a shame that like this thing is held as like the high watermark of like comedy when like it's not. Like I remember when um, what was that show? Uh, Key and Peele was on. And I remember at that point, I was like, man, like, this is of such higher caliber than anything on SNL. I was like, and then, like, I think people have always said that, but it's just like, I think especially like the Trump years was like the nail in the coffin of just like absolute pandering. So I don't care about SNL. And I just also hope that um, I feel like even talking about SNL is lame. So, you know, what can I say? This is like. You just, you, you got to keep going. You got to keep trying. Um. <laughs> All right. Let's see this news, other news story. Um. Court orders Dubai ruler to pay ex-wife $728 million, one of the UK's largest ever divorce settlements. All right. Let's actually see what this is because it's very fascinating. All right. Now, okay, in Dubai... So I was not even so Dubai is a place that like the the most richest billionaires in the world um go and like launder their oil and and uh drug money and then they build these like impossibly t- impossible to comprehend like uh skyscrapers and um fabricated beaches and just live a crazy life but wait Apparently, it's also like Sharia style law or something like that, where like, you know, a woman has to be dressed up like a like a ghost in order to go outside or something or like you can't drink out some some type of crazy, um, you know, uh, very uh, medieval style rules about like behavior. But at the same time, it's like the people who live like a, a life that we could that we peons, we losers who live in poverty and will never literally will never understand or comprehend the lifestyles of these people like live this uh, opulent lifestyle so apparently uh dubai has somebody has there's a there's been a custody case and sheikh mohammed has to pray has to pay princess haya like $733 million in a settlement. So, you know, that's, that's, that's cool, I guess. What happened? Um, I think that, I guess she was having an affair? Somebody was having an affair, um, but then they got busted. So the royal couple were like, I don't know, man, they were, they, you know what? sometimes do you guys do you guys okay so let's hear what happened so Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum and his sixth wife 
Princess Haya um, are are getting divorced because Princess Haya was having an affair with somebody else. So, honestly, who fucking cares, right? Like, who cares about this multi-bazillion dollar people and their problems? Like, what, what the hell does that have to do with our own life? Why do we gawk? Why does the news want us to gawk at these people who have lives like that? Do you do you hear um, a Dubai king like that, and the and they spend two two million dollars just on strawberries during one summer and the shit like that? And do you envy that? Do you think, oh, I want to have I want to have the life of that king? I want to be able to like, if I have to divorce my sixth wife and pay out seven hundred twenty eight million dollars, like that's 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 the equivalent of a napkin wiping the cum off of my dick when I jerk off and I flush it. Like it is nothing to me. Um, that's the that's the level of that's how I want to feel toward money. Do you guys feel like that? I don't necessarily feel like oh I wish I was wealthy like that. I don't have any uh, desire for that type of life. I maybe I'm a little skewed on the other side, but I don't even understand. I don't even have a way of thinking that, like, I, I should try to get, actually, I should try to get, like, a fantasy about having money. Maybe I should try to have a, a, a realistic fantasy about money, because when I think about that and say it out loud, I feel like I don't even have a realistic version of that. Like, when I put this music on from earlier on the episode, and I fantasized about having a house and an armchair and looking out over a farm at my neighbor, uh, Mr. Tumsberger. I didn't even think of that as a realistic reality. I mean, I didn't even think that like that itself would be possible. Um, I think that this is where um, my negative mind gets the better of me because what if I just, you know, I I don't want to be like, um, I don't want to be like, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum rich, but maybe I want to be like Capsi and Capsville rich, like you know, able to have a house. But I mean, what do I, but what is the nuts and bolts? How do I actually achieve that? Um, anyway, that's something that I'm curious about. Maybe, maybe thinking about, um, maybe thinking about Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum and his sixth wife, Princess Haya. Maybe that's good for me to like be reminded that there's there's something more to life than than just uh, going crazy about stupid nonsense on a podcast. You know, maybe I should think about how to um, get uh, a house with a a farm and a Daisy the milk cow, but keep it away for, from Mister. Tumsberger, the nosy neighbor who wants to fuck my cow. Maybe that's uh, something that I should think about. But anyways, people, um, we are coming to the 55-minute mark, which means that I don't have to do this podcast for that much longer. Um, And I am sorry. I'm just going to say sorry. I feel this episode was um, a little crazy, uh, and I apologize. But you know what? That's just how I'm feeling. Um, I did a, an episode on my Patreon 
uh, last week, last Thursday, and I really know that it was genuinely funny and fun. Um, and I and I wish that you guys could hear it. I maybe I should just post it as like the episode anyway. But it's very fun. But if you did want to, uh, support uh, the show, you should join the Patreon. Um, and in any case, I'll be back next week. But please suggest uh, suggestions. Um, especially when I put the suggestion on the thing. And if Instagram is making you not be able to see the stories, then I guess that's another thing of like, why did I put so much uh, faith into Instagram? But again, I'm not going to, let me not, let me not like uh, uh, belabor uh, the ending of this show. So thank you so much. And again, I, I'm sorry about this. <laughs>